Hello, and welcome to Your Rainbow Reads. I'm Holly. And I'm Susie. And we are best friends who have been talking about books for many years. We started this podcast to have some fun and then also to talk about the queer books we're enjoying. We hope to build a bigger audience for authors who are part of the LGBTQ plus community or those who are writing stories with queer representation. Each episode, we will highlight two or three books that share a common theme. We will rate the books using the one to five star rating system just for overall quality and enjoyability. But for that extra touch, we will also be awarding one to five pride flags for the level of queer representation in the story. And for that extra added kick, we will be rating them on a one to five chili pepper scale for the level of spiciness. So like for instance, a one chili pepper would be your closed door romances, you know, where all the action takes place off the page and maybe a five-star chili pepper that is a little bit spicier maybe with some kink or some other extra spicy things so you can use this to judge your level of comfortability with the level of spice in the book in addition to those ratings sometimes we will throw in some bonus battle axes or trans flags you never know what we have up our sleeves so grab a cup of coffee or tea And let's find your next Rainbow Read. Greetings, Rainbow Readers. Hello. We we are here to talk about weddings. Weddings. (laughs) No, wait, is that that the wedding march or is that the graduation march? I think it's the graduation march. That's wrong then. But, um... (laughs) We <laughs> I haven't been to a wedding in so fucking long. Like, I don't even know. Well, that was... That wasn't it. Also inspiring. Oh, it was great. Thank you so much. I have been to graduation recently. Maybe that's why that's in my head. That's why that was on your brain. <laughs> I haven't been to either in a while, but I did enjoy reading about weddings this week. Yes. So this week, we actually, uh, once again, split the books... Which, you know, split, life, split life, it down the middle. Life gets in the way at times. And so it does. We, we, um, we split these books. So I read one, Susie read one, and we're going to meet back here and tell each other and you about these lovely books we read about weddings. Yes. Yeah, so what was yours? Okay. So my book actually is, I'm going to link it to the question of the day just because it's kind of interesting. Because my book is Devon. And I'm going to say the title correctly this time since you don't even know what I read and cannot correct me. I I do because I'm I'm the one who told you looking at it. It's called Devon and Chris Plan a Wedding. That is quite a title. And actually, the cover of this book was so cute. It is so adorable. It has a rainbow wedding cake on it. It's so cute. Go look at it. That's really why I picked it. Yeah. And you picked a good one. I really enjoyed this book very much. But the premise of this book is that the two characters are on a reality TV show where they are tasked with convincing their family and friends that this is a real engagement and that they have decided to get married in six weeks. Is there money? Yeah, there's a cash prize at the end. Just like, I think that's how they lure these people to get on these reality shows is with the cash prize at the end. Yeah, I like to fancy myself not to be much of a reality show person, but it's not true because I do like to watch like these survival type reality shows. That leads me to my question. What's your favorite reality show? Currently, right in this moment, it's actually two. Like, a month ago, I would have said it was Naked and Afraid. You do like that. I've never even seen an episode of Naked and Afraid. Girl, we would die, okay? <laughs> I would because die on any reality they show. They dump these poor people 
a, a man and a woman literally <laughs> naked as the day they were born. I cannot. And they basically are only allowed to have a map, a little satchel, like a burlap sack, and then one thing they both get to bring. So like a machete or, you know, mosquito net or a pot. And they literally have to survive for, I think it's 30 days or whatever. The thing about that show is they don't get any money. I cannot. What are they doing this for? I guess the the props of it all, but, you know, to say you did it. But, man, let me just tell you, these women get some heinous bug bites. I can't. Uh-uh. It's terrible. Not. But, but not, I haven't said that. No. <laughs> that's not my favorite one right now. It's now Alone, which is sort of the same premise, but they dump a bunch of people off into, like, British Columbia, Canada, like, Vancouver area, and they they do set them up for success. They do give them a lot of stuff hmm. to survive, but it's literally survive until you're the last one. So there's not even a quitting date. It's just you're out here. But this one dude... Like, he built a log cabin, a smokehouse. It is incredible the talent that these people have of, like, survival skills because I would be... And this there's so many bears. I'm going to say hats off to anyone who does any of this survival show nonsense. It's crazy. I can't. And especially that one that you're talking about, if you didn't even have, like, the social connection of... Cause some of these shows, like, there is some competitive spirit that's keeping you going, but you're also able to, like, manipulate and kind of gauge how your other contestants are doing. Can yeah. you imagine if you didn't even know, if you were just out there and you don't know if today is, like, the last day or you got a hundred more days? That's correct. Man. It's jacked up. But I, I got, man, these people have skills. They are incredible. And I like it now because... I'm really watching it because it is a testament to what people are really capable of. And there is a prize. I think it's that one's like $500,000 or something like that. Mm, So it's good. I mean, it's a chunk. Yeah, that's pretty good. So they those people, but those dummies on Naked and Afraid, they just get out there for nothing. Mm -mm. Just to say they did it. Yeah. I like those survivors. I guess probably like I'm not a big fan of reality TV. Just because the like the fake drama of it really kind of um, sometimes it can grind on me a little bit. But I do watch Survivor. A lot of people in my family watch Survivor, so it's a kind of a constant topic that we can kind of discuss yeah. at gatherings and whatnot. And so I've literally never seen one minute of Survivor. Yeah, I like it. I, I like don't have Survivor. anything against it. It was just never one of those things that I ever got into. And I'll occasionally watch Big Brother, but it's Big Brother, you have to really have a commitment. It's almost like being married when you watch Big Brother, because I think you have to watch it like four times a week or something. Oh, really? It yeah. comes on so frequently. I watched that, I think, the first couple of seasons, like a long time ago. The concept of it is is interesting to me. I, um, I kind of like how, in both of those shows, how, you know, the actual contestants are voting each other off which is pretty cool because some of these cooking shows i like those but i love a cooking competition Mm -hmm. show i think i mentioned it before but there's a new iron chef and it's on netflix now it's not on food network our boy alton is still the host and he has a new host who's actually part of the lgbtq community oh you did say that yeah she's awesome and i love it so that's that's my favorite. I like reality shows where people are 
having bug bites on their privates. Yeah. It's true. It's terrible. It's too much. But yeah. It's too much to think about rainbow readers. Let's, <laughs> let's not go there in our in our brains today. But check out Alone. I think it's all the seasons are on Hulu. All right. Well, if that's your jam, go check it out. I mean, I don't want to be on that show. No. I like to watch it from the comfort of my own home. Yeah, to clarify, I don't want to be on any of these shows. No. God. I am an introvert, and I do not want to be around people like that, and I don't want to be alone in the woods with a bear. <laughs> there are so many bears. <laughs> One time when I went to Alaska, I did hike alone a couple times, and you should have seen me with that bear bell, and I had Aerosmith playing out of my phone. I was talking to myself. I was trying to do everything I could to keep the bears I will alone. say one funny part is, is I mean, they come upon bears, like, a, a lot in this show. I didn't come And they always bear. go like this, hey, bear, hey, that's, bear. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to say, hey? Yeah, you got to talk to the bear. I mean, I, I can get shouting at the bear, but what, I mean, hey, bear sounds like you're engaging it in a conversation. Like, hey, bear, what's up? Yeah, that's. Like, I want the opposite of that. I would say, fuck off, bear, fuck off. Not, not, hey, bear. I mean, you could say that. You just want to have it scripted in your head ahead of time so you don't freeze and not react. Yeah, these people are just like, <laughs> I, I can't, I cannot get down with the way that they're shouting at these bears. Yeah, that is how you're supposed to, if you encounter a bear, you are supposed to. You know, just talk, say something, distinguish yourself as a human with your speech. I had a bear encounter one time. Do How you, do I not know this? Okay, do you remember the time that we hiked that trail where ran through that rattlesnake down the mountain? Yeah. Okay, the very next day, I was just on our, our we were just on our normal walk, and we walk in this neighborhood that's like fairly... You know, it's fairly back in the woods for... Uh, we live in a pretty urban area, but it's very woodsy. Mm-hmm. I'm just walking down the street, and no shit, a brown bear starts walking down the road, just walking by, and damn it if some coyote wasn't following right behind it. I probably didn't believe this story at no, the time. No, it's true. And before I put it out of my memory. Ask Ren. He'll tell you. And Leslie. She was there, too, with her dog. And she was doing the whole thing where she flapped her arms. And I'm like, we're far enough away. We can just turn around and go. Like, yeah. we don't have to, like. That's the thing about it. Unless they've noticed you, like, you're not in any danger. You just need to get away. Yeah, he didn't notice us. He was just walking the neighborhood. So we turned around and we were like, well. Enjoy your walk on this 4th of July, friend. We're going to let you have at it. Goodbye, bear and coyote pals. Yeah. Whatever's going on here. It was so... That whole weekend was like so weird. Disney we had movie. the copperhead, or no, the, the rattlesnake, rattlesnake, and then this bear, and then this coyote. It was, that were palling around. It was just weird. But yes, friends, there, there you go. Animal encounters. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Life, life can be like a reality show at times. It is. So... <laughs> Tell us about Devon and Chris. Devon and Chris is a really good book. Devon and Chris is definitely a rom-com. Devon and Chris is like a super warm, fuzzy kind of book. Devon and Chris is a book about two lesbians. Perfect. And they go on a reality TV show, as we discussed earlier. Yes. And in the hopes of winning the money. And so their task is to convince their family and friends that they want to get married and so the book is really cute it's super warm um there's a lot of discussion of their families like their families are highlighted as a part of the book um and both families are really warm and fuzzy in their own way chris's family especially they are a spanish family they um are af 
Afro-Latina, and they speak Spanish in the book. And they just, the way that the author describes, like, the warmth and friendliness of their culture is outstanding and so delightful. And then Devon actually comes from a church background. So her family kind of reminds me of the culture that I was raised in as far as, you know, kind of like a, they're not Southern, but they are like um, a kind of, they have a Baptist feel to me. You know, they're in church every Sunday and they have Sunday dinner together and she hasn't come out to them. So um, that is certainly addressed. Um, but it's a it's a really nice story. It has a butch fam dynamic, which you don't see a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, so that was interesting to read about. Chris is a self-described stud, and Devon describes herself as femme. And so they're just really cute together, you know. Um, and the way that they kind of develop this authentic relationship based on this fake relationship is I just I do love fun a good read. fake dating. Yeah, it's just fun to read. So the the book is super character driven. Um, there's a lot of description of family interaction, the interaction between Devon and Chris, uh, the fun challenges that are a part of the reality show that they have to overcome are pretty cool just to to read about. And the you know you think the um, you think the book is going in one way, and then the producers throw in a challenge, oh, and so fun. the family gets involved in the challenges. And so I actually may want to read this because I like kind of the behind the scenes of stuff yeah it's pretty cute i i would recommend that anyone who's in the mood for you know this is uh the wedding episode but it could certainly be described as a beach read as well yeah like there's there's not a lot of i think um you know i certainly won't give the ending away but it gets to a certain point and kind of any way it ends would have been okay with me right like the characters are going to be fine they're really they're really lovely people and you just want the best for them so how many stars did you give this one i gave devon and chris four stars wow that's pretty good i really enjoyed devon and chris so i'll give this book four stars and i will definitely give this book five pride flags because you have devon and chris who are both lesbian right and then everyone else now there's not a lot of discussion of the other contestants on the show except at the very beginning but all of the contestants are members of the queer community oh awesome so at the very beginning when they are introducing one another they do describe a non-binary person a trans woman so there there are a lot of um, but they're very surface descriptions. You don't get to know the, these characters oh, okay. in the book. But they are present, so that but is that's, representation. That's definitely. Uh, so, yeah. That's awesome. We'll win on that one. Yeah, it was a good one. Chili pepper-wise, I'm going to give this between, like, three. I'd like to know how you rated the chili pepper. I'm going to say between three and four chili peppers. It, was, it had a fair amount of spice in it. It did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this book was pretty spicy. You know, I'm going to go right and read it right now. Go read Devon and Chris. I recommend you read it. I recommend all of our lovely rainbow readers out here go read it. Um, let's support this author. This author's name is Chincia C. Higgins. Uh, she's on... Is this the debut? It's not a debut. It says, uh, Chincia C. Higgins is just a girl from Texas writing about sassy Southern women finding love. I don't think these were Southern women, but may, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, with a multitude of titles under her belt, she has made it her mission to create stories in which black women are loved out loud. And that's definitely the case. In that's this so awesome. I awesome. love it. So she's won awards. She's won uh, the Romance Slam Jam Emma Award for her debut, Paranormal Romance, which was called... Janine, his true alpha. Never heard of that one, but we may want to add that to our ever-growing TBR pile. Oh, man, that TBR pile is it's about ready to crush knock us. me over. It's terrible. 
Uh, so yeah, go check out Chintzia C. Higgins, um, and go check out Devon and Chris plan a wedding. You got it right! Yay! Good job! Twice in a row, <laughs> I said the name right. That's awesome. So what did you read this week? So this week, I kind of have a two-for-one a little bit. Okay, cool. Because Bonus. the book that I read was the sequel to another book that I was obsessed with last year. And it is the London Calling series. The first book is called Boyfriend Material. Oh, yeah. And it's by Alexis Hall. And the second book is called Husband Material. And just right off the bat, I got to say, these are probably my favorite covers maybe of any books. I am obsessed with them. If you like the cutesy, cartoony, rom-com covers, these are so cute. They're awesome. So, Boyfriend Material is the first book, and it is about Luke and Oliver, and they started out in the first book. It was a fake dating scheme, and it's very much an odd couple. Oliver is a barrister, so a lawyer, and he's very straight-laced. Definitely not closeted, but very much, you know, just doing his barrister thing. He's a ethical vegetarian and then you have luke who is sort of a more rowdy guy very much loud out loud and proud Mm. going to parties and whatever and they start fake dating and then of course they you know fall in love one of the things that i truly love about both of these books is i'm a sucker for anything british i'm a total anglophile but also they're very much all the side characters and the supporting characters really are what makes these books great. Oh, they're that's awesome. They're so diverse and hilarious, and their adventures are very zany and kind of madcap. And so for husband material, it's kind of flash forward, I think, two or three years after boyfriend material, and Oliver and Luke are still together, obviously. And this is sort of like a four weddings and a funeral the alexis hall literally said he based this book on that movie oh that's awesome yeah so they they have four weddings and a funeral in this book and it was really really cute um some of the adventures are a little bit they're definitely zany they're definitely madcap and you're like so you do have to suspend a little bit of judgment like you're reality because you're like that'll never happen but it makes for a great fun book all the supporting characters are just fun and interesting and i love it and it's full of humor it's snarky but also it's not without heart Mm. like there's some kind of deep things and definitely some deeper topics surrounding heteronormativity and people being like for lack of a better term straight passing Mm-hmm. And not really wanting to be a part of the queer community per se. All of those topics are explored kind of in depth. It gets pretty heavy in spurts, very much mixed in with the humor. Hmm. That requires a, a special talent too to mix, you know, to mix serious topics in with the zany humor. So that yeah, sounds, that sounds really good. It was really good. Now I will say this, and I have a little tiny bit of a bone to pick. I had to knock. A star off because I literally hated the ending of this book. Oh, womp womp. It was a bit of a meat merp for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, that doesn't mean it'll be for everyone. No, obviously. and I'm very curious. Please, if you read this book, let me know what you thought about the ending because I have a very strong feeling that this ending is going to be incredibly divisive. I think people are either going to really love it and be like, hell yes, that's exactly how it should have ended, or what the fuck did I just read? But I will say, I will give you this, and it's not really a spoiler. But brace yourself because it just ends very abruptly. Like, no epilogue, no nothing. It just sort of ends where it does, which was part of my problem. I think I could have been, I think I would have maybe liked it better if it just would have given us a tiny bit into the future, but it didn't. It just fucking ended, and I was like, what the hell? See, now you're making me want to read your book. You want to read my book, and I want to read your book, because, see... I cannot stand... You don't like an epilogue. I hate an epilogue. Tell the story and be done with it. Don't come back and be like, and then everything was so wonderful afterwards. And no. And I I I do that. I positively am gagging for an epilogue. I'm just like, please give me just a glimpse into the future. But I will say this, and this is the only reason I brought it up, because I had... I was torn whether to mention that I didn't really, excuse me, like the ending... Because I really do love this series. These characters yeah, are very dear to me. I love them. I love the snarky British humor, and it's got so much heart. But I did see a TikTok of one of my favorite um, queer TikTokers, and he was also very displeased, let's say. <laughs> and he said it was deeply unsatisfying, and I have to say that I agree with that assessment. However... That doesn't mean that I don't think you should read it. I 100% think that you should. Alexis Hall, that guy has written a ton of books. He has written, there's another one that he just released, I think last month or a couple months ago, called A Lady for a Duke, which has trans representation. It's a historical fiction, but it's got the lady is a trans woman in there. Oh, cool. He also has a series um, called, I think, Baker Takes All, and it starts with Rosalind Palmer Takes the Cake, Winter Bakes All, and that also has a sequel coming out soon. So he does actually rom-coms. He does historical fiction. He does, it looks like he has another one that's a mystery so he is very prolific and actually if you go look up this guy you won't find really anything about him there's i read this article about him that he's like very mysterious like he doesn't do like you know he doesn't go on tour or do any of this you can't really find pictures of him and i did verify it is he him pronouns even though his name is alexis huh i'm intrigued yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued by Alexis, and I'm also intrigued by the ending of this book. So if you readers are anything like me, you're going to go out and read the book just to see if you're on the pro or con side of this uh, of this ending. Right. I mean, and I'm I'm. This is it comes. It came out August second, so it's fairly new. But I'm just I'm very curious to see once this has been out for a little bit of time, like what people are going to say. Yeah, I'm curious. Because I was lucky enough to read an ARC, which is an advanced reader copy of this. So thank you so much, Sourcebooks, for doing for sending me a copy of this to review. That was great. But I just I got a bone to pick with (laughs) 
Mr. Hall with that ending. Holy shit, man. Like, bro. But it's okay. I loved it. And in fact, this would these would be the most perfect movies. Mm. Because I would like to see Devon and Chris in a movie too. I think these are very much Notting... This gave me very much Notting Hill vibes. Uh-huh. Remember that movie with um, Julia Roberts and Hugh... Uh, what's his name? Oh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, yeah. Wasn't he in the other movie we were Yes. For, yeah. He was also in Four Weddings and a Funeral, but it was so cute. It was set in um, the UK... And she was a movie star, uh-huh. and cute. he was some book. He owned a travel yeah, bookstore, but right. it, but what made that movie were all the supporting characters. Like his friends were loony. Yeah, that was adorable. And they were, and they have like kind of madcap zany sort of adventures. Yeah, it was good. This very much gave me Notting Hill vibes, like that. Okay, so I will give it. Yeah, how many stars are you going to give it? I will give it four stars, even though I'm she. Whole, I mean, she docked a star. She was honest with us. Yeah, I did. I mean, because the endings of books are very important to me. I know. You want a happy ending. I do. And I'm not saying it wasn't happy. No. I'm not saying that at all. But I I was displeased by the ending. But yeah. And of course, like, five stars for the flags because the, the main characters are gay. And also... There is some bi-representation in there. Oh, sweet. There is another that is a thruple. Oh, that yeah, is very cool. You three, don't see that a whole lot. Three lesbians, so in a very nice polyamorous relationship, which I'm here for that. I think that's great. Amazing. So, yeah, the representation was awesome. How about chili peppers? It's like zero. Oh, or, or no like chili. Or it's one chili pepper that you've, like, cut in half and you veined and de-seeded. No. I mean, it, it has tiny, teensy bits of, like, it's all off page. Okay, well. But actually, let me just rephrase. That's for husband material. I read, I read boyfriend material a year ago, so I don't exactly remember how much spice there is. So let me just put that chili pepper only on husband material. Mm. But I think I would remember if anything that was super spicy. I think it would stick out. Okay. But yeah, that's okay. They were still really cute and sweet. Yeah. All right. So some lovely rom-com wedding theme books to choose from go out and pick one read whichever one sounded best to you yeah if you want something fluffy for the summertime and not too serious go uh pick out either devon and chris playing a wedding or the boyfriend material and husband material fluffy like a wedding cake enjoy (laughs) bye thank you so much for listening and we really hope you enjoyed our podcast if you did please rate and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. It helps us so much. We would love to get a rating, some reviews, helping us to be seen by a wider audience. And if you have some constructive criticism, we are willing to take that. But just remember, we're just newbies at this. We're just starting. Be gentle and kind. We also are leaving some links in the show notes where if you want to check out the books or other items that we mention in the podcast while we here at your rainbow reads do support small local businesses if you feel the need to purchase your items on amazon kindly use our links to make those purchases that would be so helpful to us that will help us be able to get some more books to read and review for you guys so we really hope you enjoyed Take a moment, 
give us some stars, give us some reviews, and we'll see you next time. Bye!